Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of July. In the top news, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is likely to effect the first reshuffle in his council of ministers today since he assumed charge for the second term. This is tipped to be a major shake-up as he looks to make it more representative with an eye on political and governance challenges. BJP leaders Sarbananda Sonowal, Jyotiraditya Sindhya and Narayan Rani, all of whom are being seen as probables for induction as ministers in the Modi government, arrived in the national capital yesterday. Now, the government's goods and services tax collection fell below 1 lakh crore for the first time in eight months, hit by the restrictions imposed during the second wave of the pandemic. GST revenue for May, which was collected in June, stood at 92,849 crore rupees, according to a statement by the Ministry of Finance. That's almost 10% below the 1.03 lakh crore collected in April, but 2% higher than the year-ago period. Moving on, India's hiring rate has recovered moderately from 10% in April to 35% in May 2021, but the aftermath of the second COVID-19 wave has left professionals in India increasingly vulnerable to economic uncertainty as per LinkedIn data. India's hiring rate on LinkedIn dropped from 50% in March 2021 to 10% in April 2021. The hiring rate witnessed a modest recovery and revival to 35% in May as localised curfews gradually lifted and economic activity partially resumed. An e-commerce boom in India will more than double the size of warehousing space sought over the next five years, according to Knight Frank. Annual warehousing transactions in the top eight Indian cities will grow to 76.2 million square feet by March of 2026, from 31.7 million square feet in 2021, according to the research firm. In other news, natural gas consumption is seen growing in India over the next few years, aided by rising industrial usage and as more households switch to the gaseous fuel for cooking and transportation. That's according to Haitong International Research, which expects domestic consumption of the fuel to grow at an annualized rate of 7.4% between the current financial year and FY25, which is more than thrice over the preceding four-year period. The Centre on Tuesday moved the Supreme Court seeking a transfer of pleas pending in different high courts across the country, challenging the validity of new IT rules to the apex court for an authoritative pronouncement on the issue. A senior law officer confirmed the development. In international news, China will step up supervision of Chinese firms listed offshore. Its cabinet said yesterday that days after Beijing launched a cybersecurity investigation into ride-hailing giant Didi Global on the heels of its US stock market listing. Under the new measures, China will improve regulation of cross-border data flows and security, crack down on illegal activity in the securities market and punish fraudulent securities issuance, market manipulation and insider trading, according to a statement by the Chinese cabinet. The clampdown on Didi sent its shares plummeting below its IPO price with $15 billion of market cap 
wiped out. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. There was some panic selling in the last hour and we pulled back after struggling to sustain the highs beyond 15,900. We've seen this in the market earlier, when the index has run out of fuel around these levels. Chartists are finding a doji pattern on the candles, which is hinting at a pause. On Sensex, Reliance and the tech stocks TCS and Infosys led to the sell-off. HDFC Bank was the lone wolf managing to support the markets from an even deeper slide. The Royal Street also dumped shares of auto companies and PSU banks. Foreign institutional investors once again sold shares worth about 550 crore rupees, while domestic institutional investors bought shares worth about 520 crore rupees. On the global front, S&P 500 and Dow Jones both pulled back from last week's record highs. US oil prices pulled back from six-year highs even as questions remain if the output will keep pace with the reviving demand. Japanese stocks have reversed a seven-day gaining streak in line with the trend on S&P 500. Let's talk about some of the active stocks this morning. Titan has reported strong revenue growth in the first quarter, especially in the month of June. All segments have performed well. Non-retail portion of NMDC's OFS was subscribed 2.13 times. Analysts see a scope of 15-20% to return in the near term from the floor price. The issue will invite bids exclusively from retail investors today. Dixon has set up a wholly-owned subsidiary called Dixon Devices to deal in consumer durables and electrical appliances. Tata Steel expects India to account for 73% of its business over the next decade as it moves to double production capacity. TVS Motor has launched a new model of scooter as it bets on rising demand for personal mobility. We'll also watch out if Bajaj Finance extends gains over disbursement numbers. Analysts said that asset quality slippages are largely covered. State Bank has decided to auction two NP accounts next month to recover dues worth over 300 crore rupees. In some other news, investors in Franklin Templeton's troubled mutual funds will get the fifth tranche of money in the week starting July 12th. Two IPOs, GR Infra Projects and Clean Science, will open today seeking investor interest. To recap, we'll be closely tracking how the street is building positions in tech shares ahead of TCS results tomorrow evening. The buzz of a cabinet reshuffle will also be the talk of the town this morning. That's all from my end. We wish you a profitable day ahead. I hand it back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a lovely Wednesday and do stay tuned for a lot more from ET Now. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.